like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing home and assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Steve Heisler is the creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center and has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 20 years. You have questions, and Steve Heisler has answers. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen of the Injured Senior Community, we have Dr. Cascone on today, who has been on the show twice before today. He is a board-certified infectious disease physician and is the medical director of several nursing homes in southwest Missouri. Welcome back, Dr. Johnny. Uh, is it Thank still okay you. to call you Dr. Johnny? Absolutely. Thank you, Steve, for having, having me back on. Great. I'm, I'm so happy to have you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. Doing well. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to have you. Uh, all right. So we're in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. Uh, you heard me talk about how COVID has uh, disproportionately uh, impacted the aging population. Why do you think generally this is the case? Let me get some definitions out of the way, and then I'll, we'll talk about why this pandemic is disproportionately affecting the elderly. COVID-19 is the name of the disease caused by the virus, sars coronavirus 2 and coronaviruses um, are, are, are well known uh, to, to mankind. They're the, they're the cause of the common cold. Um, this particular coronavirus um, that has caused this pandemic is uh, unique. It's related to a pandemic that we had in 2002, the SARS pandemic, um, and it's the first cousin of that particular of that coronavirus um, uh, that caused SARS in 2002. You pointed out data uh, from China in February of 2020 where it talked about if you were 80-plus years of age, your risk of dying from COVID-19 was 15%. If you compare that to a 20-year-old who gets COVID-19, their risk of dying is 0.2%. So you have this exponentially greater risk of death in the elderly. Why that is, we don't know for sure. It, it has to do probably with a number of factors. One, the elderly have mo more comorbid conditions, okay? High blood pressure, heart disease, uh, diabetes, um, obesity. And those, those comorbid conditions increase your risk of having a bad outcome. COVID-19. The other issue that probably is going to pan out to be the case is that the SARS coronavirus 2, the way it infects us is it attaches to a receptor on our cell called ACE2, A-C-E-2. And it's kind of like a lock and key mechanism. The virus attaches to that lock opens up the door, if you will, and then the virus gains entry within the cell of our, the cells of our body and, and causes the disease, COVID-19. As we get older, that receptor probably goes up, is in a higher concentration in our elderly population compared to the younger population. 
and and that may have something to do with it in terms of why this infection is um you know, why the elderly are most vulnerable to um to death from this from this uh, pandemic but it's well, a striking characteristic of this pandemic do you think it's more because of the receptor issue or more because of the comorbidities i don't i don't i'm not for sure i don't think anybody knows for sure um it, it, it may it, it may be a combination of both. It's more likely it's going to be a combination of both, if not something else that comes up in terms of a risk factor. Um, but this isn't. This is not unique to this pandemic. Um, so, some pandemics, for instance, if you look back at 19, the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, the mortality for that pandemic affected the younger group, um, 35 year olds. The mortality rate is much higher in the elderly with this pandemic than it is in the younger population. The risk factors or the reasons why are probably a combination of the multiple comorbidities that the elderly have compared to the younger population, as well as this con these concentrations or the concentration of the ACE2 receptor that's higher in the elderly. If you had to maybe throw out a comorbidity that would put a senior at the highest risk for uh, uh, for COVID. Is there maybe one that maybe jumps out as far as you know a pre-existing condition that might be especially harmful to uh, uh, to seniors as far as COVID is concerned? Well, in terms of risk factors, um, in general, hypertension and obesity as well as cardiovascular disease tend to be um, the most prominent risk factors um, or core comorbidities that puts one at risk for COVID-19 and a bad outcome from COVID-19. And you see those risk factors in a higher proportion in the elderly. So, but is there one that maybe might be more dangerous uh, to uh, an elderly person than than any of the others? I, I think those three are the most are the most um, are the most dangerous: hypertension, okay. cardiovascular disease, and obesity. Okay, got it. Now, most people in general uh, who get COVID, uh, and I'm just looking at um, at statistics, uh, basically only suffer a mild illness. I think it's like 81% of people who get COVID sustain uh, a, a mild illness. Um, are the seniors and elderly that get COVID, uh, are they more in the severe and critical illness category? They, they tend to be, they tend to be symptomatic um, and they tend to have more severe disease. If you look at, just take the, just as an example, let's say you have 100 people who, have, who are infected with, the, with this virus that causes COVID-19. They're infected with the SARS coronavirus 2. Of those 100 people, you can remove 50 of them because 50 of them are going to be completely asymptomatic. And that's primarily going to be the younger, the younger people. Okay. Now, that leaves you with 50 left over that are going to be symptomatic, which is primarily going to be the older population. Of those 50, as you said, approximately 15 to 20% of those, of those 50 people are going to have severe and critical illness. 
and primarily the ones having severe and critical illness are going to be our elderly population. Are those the 20% that are seniors and elderly? Now, the ones that don't die from from COVID, what are some of the lasting effects that they can expect to have as a result of, of having uh, contracted uh, COVID? Yes. So this is kind of the term for this is called post-COVID syndrome or long haulers is the other uh, term that's being used for for patients who suffered this infection and are having residual symptoms. We don't know for sure because, frankly, it's a little bit early. Okay? It's only been going, this pandemic's um, uh, less than a year old, um, and we, we're going to find out uh, more clearly what the long-term effects are as time passes. But some of the symptoms that you see, um, over half of the patients uh, who suffered COVID-19 will have fatigue, uh, residual shortness of breath and cough in close to 40 and 40% plus, um, joint pains, just kind of feeling under the weather. You have these residual effects. And if you look at, um, if you look at patients with COVID-19, um, close to 40% of them three weeks later will, um, will have uh, only, only 40% will return to baseline three weeks later. And that leaves a significant amount of people who even uh, within three weeks are still not uh, feeling back to um, uh, normal. Other, other issues um, or other residual symptoms that can occur with COVID are brain fog, where you just have a, a cognitive issue where you can't think of things, um, you don't think as clearly, um, and um, just not, it, it's, it's not a typical viral syndrome where you recover in about five to seven days. Uh, you just, uh, it just kind of drags on the symptoms. Uh, D- Dr. John, um, what about the patients, the elderly or senior patients that had to be, have to be intubated? Um, is that th- those the post-COVID syndrome that you talked about? Uh, are the some of the lasting effects that you, you just, just discussed? Is that increased if you if you were intubated or maybe sedated or you know uh, you know some, something that was a little more intensive? Yes. Well, once a patient gets intubated with COVID nineteen, the um, the mortality starts to go up astronomical, goes, goes up significantly. Um, intubation with COVID-19 is kind of a, a last resort for us because it can cause or, or worsen the lung injury. And typically intubation with COVID-19 tends to be a prolonged intubation, meaning they spend days, if not weeks, uh, on the ventilator. And so not only do you have residual effects from the virus, this post-COVID syndrome with the brain fog, and fatigue and shortness of breath, but you also, patients are also at risk for what's called critical illness myopathy, meaning the prolonged ICU stay and the intubation uh, causes the muscles to weaken and just, um, and not be, reduce strength overall. So it's kind of a double whammy there in terms of um, affecting patients long-term. Thank you for that, uh, Dr. John. Appreciate it. Now, if somebody wants to follow you or, or maybe get in touch with you, is there any uh, social media that you have uh, where they could find you on? I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, so they can find you on LinkedIn? 
John Casconi, MD. John Casconi, C-A-S-C-O-N-E-M-D. Yes, sir. Thanks again, Dr. Johnny. We're going to have you back again because we're going to have to talk about, I think we discussed earlier, Legionnaire's disease or uh, urinary tract infection. So uh, you are an encyclopedia for, for our listeners about infectious diseases. So thanks again, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon, my good friend. Thank you. Now, have a good day and stay well. Injured senior and aging population community. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I want to again thank Dr. Johnny Cascone for appearing on today's show. Really, really good stuff uh, about uh, COVID-19. And I'm sure we can all breathe a sigh of relief when we hear that we might be rid of this, uh, hopefully by the end of next year. So that's good news. If you love the Injured Senior Podcast, uh, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Uh, If you want to share your story on an upcoming show or have any suggestions or comments about the show that you want to talk to me about or share with me, uh, please email me at steve, S-T-E-V-E, at injuredseniorhotline.com. As you know, I answer all emails. So have at it. I'm looking forward to, to reading them. So until next time, I am so looking forward to next week's show. Stay safe, and I will talk to you then. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast with Steve H. Heisler. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more or to get help anytime, go to InjuredSeniorHotline.com or call 855-622-6530. We'll see you next time.